We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive it. Yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Buy tickets to our live shows online, whoweekly.us, and also Britney Spears is engaged to Sam Asghari, and she can't fucking believe it. Look at that. You like it? Yeah! Actually, she can't dot 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 believe it, which... <laughs> is what the people headline was. And I was the like, people. what Frankenstein quote did they find from Britney to like put, I can't believe it. It's they were skipping the fucking. That's classic. Like they and so, they just, they, that's the ellipses. That's journalism right there. I can't dot, 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 believe it. So while all of these celebrities were coming out and saying, congrats, girly, so excited, girly, congrats, glad, the organization. Oh my God, glad. glad was like, we love this for you. Yes, incredible. All of their emojis. No, 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 no. Octavia Spencer was having none of it. She's very realist, rational. She said, make him sign a prenup. And that got the most likes. <laughs> I mean, it is the most funny and the most true. Mm -hmm. And this morning, fortunately, Sam Asghari got the message. And he posted on his Instagram, thank you everyone who was concerned about the prenup, capital T, not capital <laughs> B. Of course, we're getting ironclad prenup to protect my Jeep and shoe collection in case, one word, she dumps me one day, crying, laughing, crying, laughing. <laughs> He's pretty funny. Uh, He's like funny-ish. He's he like funny He's funny. Like his joke, his rock joke, It's he's trying to be funny, but it's like... It's a little robotic. He's too like he's too much of like a weird science hunk that just like came to life, you know? Like Yeah, no, I mean that's why he's so like a, mis a mysterious. Like where did he even come from, you know? But they've been together for 5 years, so it's not the craziest. You kind of forget how long they've been together because mm -hmm. Britney was so kind of like mysterious until this past year, right? And now I found myself wondering is there going to be a huge wedding, like a huge blowout wedding? Or is it just going to be like she's going to go to her favorite place in the world, Hawaii, and then just like well, get married on the beach with 10 people? Britney's never had one of those like big blowout weddings. She kind of mm, – the Kevin Federline one, barely. She had Vegas weddings. She's had like – The Vegas wedding. She's had a lot of the smaller weddings, like these kind of secret things. Maybe finally she wants to have like a big, silly, frilly thing. Or maybe silly wedding, maybe small weddings are her thing. I don't know. Maybe I literally like can't speak into the the mind of Britney Spears these days. Mm -hmm. I, the only person I can speak into the mind of, I think, is Sam Asghari. That's the who in the equation, <laughs> and that's who I can. Uh, that's who I can. And muse maybe Octavia about. Spencer, because that's good advice. I mean, you do. You, how many lawyers? Britney has many lawyers now. If anything, she's got lawyers. No one has reached out to her 
to follow up on her comment, at least that I've seen. But I could very easily see them being like, Octavia, did you like what a funny joke or something? And she's like, I wasn't kidding. Like, (laughs) I feel like Octavia did not even smile at this news. She was just like, this is urgent. Make him sign a prenup. This is not funny at all. I think it's a funny joke. So as you know, Lindsay, today is the first Monday in September, which is iconically when the when the Met Gala is. <laughs> to put the Met Gala. It's the second I mean, I get Sunday why they in, put the it second Monday here. In September. It's almost like if you planned your birthday when everybody's in town, you know, it's it's New York Fashion Week. It's the VMAs. The Armory Show happened. The Met Gala's tomorrow. So anyone who's like here already, which no, it's tonight. Right. Okay, it's tonight. Well, it's yesterday. For them, it's yesterday. But I'm just saying like this long weekend, we've had all of New York Fashion Week and then they're like, okay, we're going to end with the Met Gala. It's kind of like everyone's here. So let's just get as many options as possible. Like that's why I think the VMAs, despite being held in May, not in September when they're supposed to. Wait, no, the VMAs were held at the right time. Sorry, the Met Gala was held at the wrong time. The VMAs mm-hmm. felt weirdly like everybody was there, even though everybody wasn't there, because I feel like everybody was like kind of in town. So like J-Lo did a drop-in at the VMAs, but only because she's not promoting anything. She's promoting herself. Only because she's what going to the really Met. good tweet? The tweet about J-Lo promoting like herself? She's on, the, she's on the promo tour for herself. She's on a never-ending press tour promoting nothing but herself. Yeah. Okay, you don't need to include the in the tweet. The Adds good texture. Anyways, she's here with uh, Ben Affleck because they're clearly going to the Met Gala, which I always call mm-hmm. the ball, which is funny to me that I think it's called the ball. And th- she popped into the the VMAs. I'm pretty sure Madonna's also going to the Met Gala because she was also at the VMAs. I just feel like it was very... It was a lot of piggybacking. Yeah, it was very... Uh, people, the bookers really had a nice time, I think. It's efficient. Yeah, efficient. And also you can't... It's also one of those things where the celebrities can't lie. Like if they're going to any of these events, they're getting photographed. You know, like a celebrity won't be able to say like, I'm not in town. It's like, we we saw you at the Fashion Week. We saw you at the VMAs, you know? I feel like that's the thing. It was either all of them or nothing. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. And it is Mm -hmm. funny because people were like, why isn't so-and-so at this specific thing? It's like, yeah, why aren't they? I know they're in town. (laughs) We but also, there's here. no we know reason. You're going to well, it's like because Travis Scott went to the VMAs because he won one. Obviously, they were like, you're in town. You're going to win. So you might as well just show up. Please show up. And Kylie didn't come with him because it would have been a whole thing. But she's clearly going mm-hmm. to the Met Gala. But she's pregnant. Sure, but she's going to the Met Gala. And she went out to dinner every single night during Fashion Week. Yeah. I mean, I'm not know. saying you have to go to everything. I'm just saying it's like being pregnant is not an excuse when you're in town going out to Nobu every night. It's like, oh, you're also pregnant in that. Okay, future Lindsay here checking in on past Lindsay, who was very confident about Kylie Jenner attending the Met Gala. As it turns out, she is not attending the Met Gala. She posted somewhere, I'm so sad I couldn't make it this year. I can't wait to see all the looks. Hmm. Seems a little sus. There must be a reason she's not attending. Hmm. Okay, back to the show. Being pregnant's one of the good excuses, though. Like, mm, I didn't feel well. Pregnant. (laughs) Pregnant. The VMAs happened last night. Well, two nights ago for you. They were at the Barclays Center. They were... Indoors. They were real. Yeah, they were real. They had audiences. They had fans on the street. They had audiences inside. They felt as normal as an award show could feel. They were live, which was fun. They had multiple stage setups. One was the Toyota Corolla stage in Battery Park, which cracked me up. (laughs) And unlike last year, it wasn't just... Lady Gaga holding the entire show on her back. It was a breadth of performers and artists and actual performances, like all over the Doja place. Doja Cat holding a chair on her head. <laughs> and being dressed like a worm. Uh, I look like a worm. That's dope. I never thought I'd be dressed as a worm while accepting an award. She hosted, she was like barely there though. I mean, she showed up a few times, but it wasn't quite like a heavy hosting gig. There was a lot of movement. There was a lot of performances. There were a lot of introductions into stuff. Uh, Unfortunately, Tinashe had to work the red carpet. I'm not sure where her (laughs) invite was. I'm not sure if she made it inside Barclays, but she was working the pre-show. 
I hope she got a free ticket to get in. There was this pre-show host, before we move on to the other attendants, speaking of the pre-show host, there was this pre-show host, Jamila Mustafa, who had an interview with Lil Nas X that went viral because this happened. And Lil Nas X showed up in like this like hot pink gown. Purple. And this purple, 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 hot pink, purple, hot purple gown. And the host had something to say about it, which was this. Y'all look good? A little, look, a little good? Listen, I'm not going to say I'm hating on a fit, but let's move on, okay? okay. Now, in 2019, when you accepted your award... <laughs> which is funny, because that's is... the opposite of what Tinashe did, which was nothing. So I kind of got to appreciate something. <laughs> and also, she has... Uh, Jamila had, like, radio presenter voice. Like, she has, like, journalist voice. And Tinashe just has Tinashe voice. Like... You know, people who get the mic and they, like, turn it on. They turn on, like, broadcast journalism self. Well, these ladies were keeping it moving. They really knew how to keep Mm -hmm. it moving. Like, there was Mm -hmm. one interview where, I don't know, I watched the whole pre-show because of Tinashe. And I was like, this is is why we don't watch the pre-show. Also, the backdrop of the pre-show was the Atlantic Terminal. So, it's like, they didn't put... Party City, the shop They didn't put (laughs) up... They didn't put up, like, a barrier between, like these celebrities and the street so it's like oh yeah yay we can see where the dunkin donuts is when you enter like yeah last time i walked out of those doors i was carrying a giant thing of toilet paper so <laughs> you know yeah like, it's like that's where one leaving. of the most like degrading shopping experiences you know <laughs> right because it's just they're just so it's actually the thing that prevents it from being super degrading is just because like everyone's there and everyone feels the same way where it's just like we're all oh miserable <laughs> we're all miserable we all have to like run all these weird errands in this one place will any of these people go to like the applebees on the second floor of the mall at the as like an after party for the vmas you know like will they drop by uniqlo get a shirt <laughs> will they enjoy the local culture Last you know I like there i so i went to i had to go to best buy to buy an <laughs> ethernet cable and then i went to target to buy uh, toilet paper and then I got a good deal on an ethernet cable at Best Buy because it was an open box item and so it was like half off and I was like oh my god I just like got a great deal and then I took it home and it didn't work well, so now I have to go back to that Best Buy and they're probably like well it was an open item so there's no returns whatever I'm like already <laughs> dreading having to go back there but on my way down from the Best Buy to the Target on those escalators you know you pass the Auntie Anne's the pretzel place duh it was the longest line I'd ever seen at Auntie Anne's. Just some random Saturday. And I was like, good for Auntie Anne's. The mall stays busy. You know what's also in that mall? It's speaking of long. demeaning experiences, the DMV. Literally, that mall houses. Lizzie, don't. You know my last DMV No, I understand. And please like don't tell it. Ago. Please don't tell it. But I'm oh. just saying, in terms of like, it just kind of proves my point. Like, in case anyone's like, oh, the mall, the mall's fun. I'm like, this mall is not fun. This mall has a Target and a DMV. Like, it is not fun. You know? <laughs> They should have had the VMAs inside that mall. Now that would be Brooklyn, you know. Anyways, they should have had the D- they should have had the pre-show in the DMV offices, and then like all the celebrities need to get called by number. Now that like, okay, come on, Tinashe's like that would be amazing bureaucracy. She would have done a great job as like a <laughs> a like a disengaged person working at the DMV. What else happened at the VMAs red carpet? There was this tweet from a hooligan, Liam Garreau. This is the Muppet Babies version of Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. And <laughs> they weren't wrong. It's the It's really funny. Nessa and Jaden? Nessa Barrett and Jaden Hostler. Well, and there both were of like people are TikTok. In terms of couples, the two main couples on the VMA's red carpets were Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox and Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian. Okay, uh-huh. like and they both kind of I mean, they know they're friends. Uh, Avril Lavigne and Mods. Okay. Uh, okay, but they're like the they're like the sadder version of those two. Like those two couples like stayed away from that couple because they were like we those don't want to be the, pictured like the with them. teachers doing the teachers who were chaperoning were Avril Lavigne and Mods. Also, Modson had like plugs that were like neon green. I was like, wow, incredible. Just wild, like hair plugs. Did you notice that? The weirdest very hair strange. I've ever seen. Yeah, it was very strange. So hair. those two couples were both like the same style, the same vibe. It was very a rocker vibe at the VMAs. I have to say everyone wore like black, thi- you know, it was very rock. It's like rocker co- cosplay. Rocker well, like I mean, convincing rock. I mean, some of them actually do play instruments and do like play rock and roll music. Mm-hmm. But the rock the Machine Gun Kelly is vibe. like, I don't believe this. Have you ever seen him? Like, you still look, you still look like a middle schooler who's like, who really wants to be a rock star. Well, that's like, what em- that's literally but... like the basis of emo music. So yes, you're not wrong. So this couple, the Muppet Babies couple, and yeah. JXDN is that 
Do you, can you, can I say it? Is it a, his name is Jaden? I think JXDN is. Can I say Jaden? Just pronounced Jaden. So Nessa and Jaden were like the bootleg version of those two couples. Meaning, like she had dark hair, was wearing all black with high black boots, and he had like bleach blonde hair with shirt open tattoos. Like it was the same. It's really funny, and also considering I had no idea who they were, turns out the reason why we don't know who they are is because they're TikTok people. Mm-hmm. TikTokers slash aspiring singers. Same. Who recently caused a lot of TikTok drama because they were each in relationships with other people. Then they filmed a music video with each other, fell in love on the set of that music video and that song, making that song, and dumped their respective exes and are now together. It still is so funny because the VMAs is such a nostalgia-heavy program. And the mm-hmm. stars that people end up caring about who are there are not any of the young stars, even though they're all there, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. Olivia Rodrigo, yes, obviously. Like, you know, those types of people, sure. But, like, every one of, like, the TikTok people that showed up, no one necessarily – like, I know Bretman Rock was there. Charlie and Dixie were there. Obviously, these two were there. Other TikTok people were there. But, like, the focus is still so much on, like, the traditional celebrity, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, even Bretman's – the reason Bretman got headlines was because of the Aaliyah dress. So Bretman right. was dressed like Aaliyah in like the vintage Aaliyah. What was it? Like Dolce & Gabbana or something. Yeah, Bretman wore that exact dress, I think. Maybe and not so the exact dress. I there think were... maybe it might have been the exact dress. Maybe. Yeah. It might have been the exact dress. But that's the reason Bretman got headlines. So it's still base. It was There was still a nostalgia angle. That's what I'm saying. To that attention. So the, the question is like, oh, do any young people actually watch this show? The answer like might still be no. And that's a little bit weird <laughs> because we pander to young people constantly, of course, because culture is young and like – but it's still a bunch of like 30 somethings being like, oh, yeah. wait, Joey Fatone, Lance Bass, and that are here, you know? Yeah. They and were. I pretend they like were I there. understand young people, but it's sort of like, I had a, it was a pain in the ass for me to get a stream working of this <laughs> God, last night. Yes, and I have, like, I have, like, I'm an adult. Like, I'm an adult <laughs> with cable logins. I'm an I adult who pays for some of those cable, cable logins. Log- no, it's because. Not only do I, I pay for some, I trade with for others, but I was just thinking, like, these fucking people at MTV make it easy for people to watch it exclusively on the... Like, I understand if you don't want people to stream it on their televisions, but it's like, make it easy for me to just watch it on my phone. Also, are you fucking like, kidding me, MTV? It's the one thing of yours that people, that anyone watches at all. Cares. You're not going to unpaygate it. You're not going to make it free. It's advertisements. You have advertisements. <laughs> let let anyone who wants to watch the one thing of yours that they watch all year, watch it. it hard. You're making it hard. For me to watch Tanache bumble her way yeah. through a You're red carpet interview. You're making it difficult for me to watch Ed Sheeran promote a new song and play it at the Toyota Corolla stage in Brooklyn Bridge Park. Like, you should want me to be watching this. If you make it difficult for me to do that, how am I going to do it? I saw a tweet from someone. Um, I also saw a tweet recently that was like, the most millennial thing is starting a sentence with, I saw a tweet. Um, and yeah, I'm I like, know. Oh, it God. really is. No, it's but anyway, bad. Yeah. I saw a tweet recently that was like, retweeting pop crave or something it was some sort of pop crave adjacent uh account that said something like ed sheeran's song bad habits has over 500 million plays on spotify or something quote tweet the quote tweet said something like i love not listening to the radio anymore because it means that i've never heard this song in my life and i never will or something Mm -hmm. like that where i was like that's true i've never heard that ed sheeran song and he has a new one yeah, he has a new one. He played it at the fucking. I just said he played it at the Toyota Corolla stage at Brooklyn Bridge Park. No, I know. That's what brought. It, that's what I thought of. <laughs> Which is funny because then they for the Toyota Corolla stage at Brooklyn Bridge Park, they had to like get a bunch of Toyota Corollas with VMA's license plates, truck them no. to Brooklyn Bridge Park, park them in the park, and then have like a bunch of like hot people stand around and like touch them so that they could like cut to the Brooklyn Bridge Toyota Corolla stage, and then people were like touching the Toyota Corollas. <laughs> I mean, New York City itself is an ad for Toyota Corolla. Like, so many cabs are Toyota Corollas. It's a, it, everyone's mm-hmm. car is a Toyota Corolla. Because P- if you P- think LA used to be a Prius city and New York is a Toyota Corolla, Toyota Corolla city. A black Toyota Corolla city. Anyways, the whole thing is weird. You're right. It's like, it's so incredibly stupid to make it difficult to watch the one thing that anybody at all wants to watch when it's so, um, it's so, like, there's still so much sponsored content in it that it's like right. you already sold this show out. Like just like let 
the audience Make in it to watch it. I know. Yeah. So. Well, the, and that's like, I don't want to pretend to like have all the answers, but it's just so weird that it's like in, when we live in this world where everyone games their streaming numbers, everyone does. Like anytime you see a chart about streaming numbers, it's a lie. So it's like, why not make it as easy as possible for you to game the streaming well, also numbers the by making it as easy as possible to stream? Is that as you know, I have Paramount Plus with nothing to watch on it because meaning I it's, do it. it's getting canceled like ASAP, but you can't even watch that has the Viacom properties on it. You can't even watch any you can't watch MTV live on it. You can only watch CBS live. I couldn't watch it this morning. When I had trouble watching the VMAs last night, you were sending me clips as they were happening. I had a stream that sort of worked and then it was just like not working and I gave up. I watched Master and Commander yeah. of the Far Side of the World. What, but then what? <laughs> the this morning I woke up and I was like, fine, I'm gonna sort of skim through the VMAs on my Paramount Plus that I pay for, that I watched Casey's stupid music video on on Friday morning. <laughs> and I opened up Paramount Plus. I searched VMAs. Not there. I went to MTV. Not there. Nowhere is it even promoted on the MTV like Insane. subsection. Insane. I couldn't even watch it the next morning. Insane. So yes, yeah, so like where are the VMAs? They're on the MTV app. How would you get into the MV, MV? How do you get into the MTV app? You need a cable login. Can you log in with Paramount? And the cable no. login may not even work. Yeah. It may not even Anyways, work. This is also a millennial conversation about the way that we watch television today. But that's what it feels like when these things happen. They should not be this hard to watch. If you have one flagship show that anyone even cares about once a year, uh, you're not getting anyone to sign up for your str- for streaming or anything to watch it. And also, you can't even sign up. It's irrelevant because you can't even go on MTV and sign up for anything. The only thing you can do is put in a cable login. I got a, quote, 24-hour pass to watch it, which, of course, means nothing. To quote Chloe and Hallie, don't make it harder on me. Don't make it harder on me. She performed. She was amazing. We haven't talked about Machine Gun Kelly's fight with Conor McGregor. McGuire? McGregor. He's like the Irish fighter that every... He's like the most famous, probably... I MMA. a fighter MDM not MDMA what is it MMA MMA fighter mm-hmm. and actually I remember when MGK and uh, Megan Fox were at his fight with of course Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker anyways they had like a brawl on the carpet that at first I thought was a stunt because that would make complete sense to do that but then it got weird because everybody kept saying different reasons as to why it happens, which means it wasn't a stunt or else they would have been like more aligned with like what happened. It would have been a party line, yeah. Mean, so like at first the line was like, oh, Conor McGregor asked for a photo with MGK and he said no. And then he started to like fight him. I mean, Conor McGregor is like a loose cannon famously. That's like what is appealing about him is that he's like dangerous seeming. Mm-hmm. That's what happens after repeated head injuries. <laughs> and I would say MGK is probably the least dangerous seeming person uh, alive, you know? I don't find him that yeah. dangerous. Like he had a he had gorgeous like face applique last night. Did you see? Like Bjork? Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> so I'm just saying like he's more concerned about like fashion, you so know? It looked like a very cyberpunk. Like, it was very like um, herpes meets pearl, you know, like gorgeous, like mm-hmm. pearl sexually transmitted disease. Yeah. Anyways, they th- uh, there was a punch thrown vaguely. This says a source. This was the first reported thing. A source explained to people that Connor asked to take a photo and the singer's team said no. And they like, we went after it. Then later down the carpet, they asked Connor what the deal was. And he said this. What happened? Absolutely nothing. I don't know. I just, I just showed up and I don't know. Just, I don't even know the guy, to just, be honest with you. So he was like, no, I kind of do think both of these people are, well, Machine Gun Kelly is themy now and Conor McGregor is kind of a them. So it's like, this is who we behavior trying to get the most attention at the VMAs. I'm sorry. Yeah. And also there was the whole thing where Machine Gun Kelly allegedly threw part of his drink at him, like he had finished his drink. So I feel like that means he threw like basically ice at Conor McGregor and that really set him off. Meanwhile, Megan Fox is just like collateral damage in the middle. Well, luckily she was already rocking like a wet look, like a she was wearing like a quote unquote <laughs> wet dress and her hair was like wet the whole time, meaning like they did the thing where they make it look I hate wet. the wet dress trend. So oh. luckily when he threw the ice at him, if it hit her, it was just she just remained wet. That was probably helpful to her look. Mm-hmm. Two terrible fashion trends right now. The wet dress look and cutouts. You don't like cutouts? No, I hate cutouts. Not a fan of cutouts? No, I hate Why? I was texting about this with someone else last night. It was like Katie Holmes in a cutout dress at a fashion week and it looked a little uncomfortable. And I was like, 
it looked a little strange. And I was like, well, the thing about cutout dresses, that's like even the coolest people in the world who wear cutout dresses look a little strange. And I was like, I sent the photo of Charlie at the VMAs in the cutout dress. Not a fan. Like, I think they look very, they look so strange. Okay. They look like they need to be camera ready at all times. Like, if you're going to wear a cutout dress, you have to have a stylist who's constantly like, "Mm, oh, hold on, hold on. And then like pulling it up and like tightening it and moving it and something like (laughs) it's. It just stresses me out to look at. Meanwhile, uh, there was a funny Doja Cat moment in which that was like, is she a them now? In which they showed a Pepsi ad in which she sings, uh, you're the one that I want. Like as in her own Doja Cat way, but like she's playing Sandy. I got chills, they multiplying. And I'm losing control. Cause the power you're supplying. It's electrifying. She might be a them now. You're like as the Pepsi woman. She as the literally Pepsi girl? got a Pepsi ad, which is like crazy. And I, maybe the Pepsi ad was just meant to be during the VMAs, in which it like makes perfect sense that she would be the star. She's yeah. like the host of the sto- show. She's the star. She the Pepsi ad plays during the VMAs. But my question is, will this Pepsi ad keep playing, you know, after the VMAs? Also, yeah. what are even ads? Like, this was more like just a video that appeared online that they were promoting, too. Also, what's an ad? Do you know what I mean? Question. Like, if this is an ad, why is it in the my VMAs YouTube feed? The were as much of an ad as this Pepsi commercial, you know? Okay, true, but you know, it, it feels very much like when you watch an, an ad has a famous person in it to the point where it's like more of a moment than, but it is an ad. It's like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. like, well, I can't even think of anything but the Pepsi ads, but like that type of thing or the Coke ads. Very uh, Super Bowl, very Super Bowl. Yeah, why am I yeah, watching yeah. an ad outside of the show that is advertising for? I'm a fool, you know? I just saw a fight on the red carpet. I'm like, you're gonna die. Who, I don't, who got into a fight? I don't, I don't wanna like spread the rumors, but I saw some crazy shit. And you'll still see, because there was like cameras going. Who was fighting? Crazy stuff. You're not gonna tell me who? No, because I, I don't wanna spread the misinformation, because I think I saw who it was, but whatever. Speaking of ads, New York's biggest advertising moment new york fashion week which is just an ad for fashion houses i guess and celebrities is it an ad that's that's a good way of putting it sure right? but like it is an ad it's it? kind of not an ad it's like there are ads there but like sure i mean it's more you know somewhere with the fashion. fashion week was this weekend that's this past week and so many people were there everyone was there a listers are there b listers are there c through d through e f g listers were there but the best night the absolute best night was the Christian Siriano Spring Summer 2022 fashion show at Gotham Hall on September 7th. And the guest list was just tremendous for our purposes. We had Aquaria, Slater, Lil Kim, Leah McSweeney, Christian Siriano, obviously, Alicia Silverstone, Kristen Chenoweth, Busy Phillips, Christine Quinn, and Katie Holmes. I think the people that you didn't identify are Lee Lazark of the uh, the Misshapes, aka very much NYU two thousand seventeen. Uh, uh, nope, very NYU two thousand and seven. Ew. And Coco Roca, I think, is the model who is on uh, Lee Lazark's left. Anyways, okay. these group shots. I have to say, when they added Katie Holmes in the mix, Katie Holmes wasn't available for the group shot. She was just sitting in the front row. Right. Katie Holmes sandwiched between Kristen Chenoweth and Alicia Silverstone was a real moment. It is really strange because I kind of forgot that they were still doing the, that it was like everything was legit. Yeah. So it all still kind of did surprise me that it's like, oh no, these were, this was real. Fashion Week was real. They were indoors. They were doing a real show. Oh, it's real. No one had masks on. I was just like, oh, everything that happened this weekend was well, also, don't forget- kind of quote unquote normal. I mean, okay, we didn't get a lot of video from Fashion Week, so we don't really know. But, like, these were all photos, so maybe masks got taken off. But you're right. When they're all sitting there waiting, nobody's wearing masks because they're getting photographed. But, right, this like... could have been taken in 2019. Uh, it well, felt Christine it Quinn felt there, all but. very normal, is what you're saying. Because you yeah. didn't really see yes. evidence of there being kind of anything but just, like, the standard, here's what it is. Mm. There they are. This is very bizarre, and we're not going to try to explain it, which is very typical Fashion Week. Let me read to you a selection of headlines that just kind of give you, gives you an overview of who was there and who was featured. I think okay. it's a nice kind of, if I just kind of fly through these, right? Okay. Ella Emhoff enjoys Eckhaus Lata's fashion show on the front row with Rosalia and Troy Savon. 
Elizabeth Gillies, Madison Bailey, and Aaron Westbrook sit together at Markarian. Camila Maroney, Alexander Daddario, and Tommy Dorfman lead the stars to Coach's front row during New York Fashion Week. Hallie Steinfeld, Evan Mock, and Chase Hudson hit up the Tom Brown New York Fashion Week show. Any, I mean, I know who all these people are, but it's vaguely, just like, vaguely, ugh. vaguely, vaguely. Compared to this photo that I'm making fun of, where it's like Katie Holmes, Alicia Silverstone, Busy Phillips, Aquaria, and like Christian Chenoweth, that's ridiculous. Like every preceding headline is even more ridiculous than that front row photo. <laughs> I just love Ella Emhoff enjoys Eck House, like in Ella Emhoff with Rosalia Troy Savant. Why was Rosalia at the VMAs? Okay, I'm just like. If anyone is involved with music and is in New York, they should be at the VMAs. What the fuck? It's a little strange. All right. That's the VMAs. Anything else? Oh, well, okay. Well, First of all. Your favorite night of the, the well, your favorite night of the year happened. It's crazy because New York was popping this week, right? Like, you could argue everybody was in town. But the true events. The true heads were in LA. The true heads did not come to New York. They stayed in LA. You know why? They said, fuck New York Fashion Week. Fuck the VMAs. Fuck the Met gala i cannot miss universal studios halloween horror nights event okay (laughs) it is a real thing like it is a real i don't know why i said event at the end it's not event is not part of the name of the event it's just that's the event the halloween horror nights at universal studios they like put up a whole thing it's a big to do celebs go it's huge celebs love to be spooky they love to go to this thing i don't know why it's in september we could not hold it till october it's in la your weather doesn't change that much well i think they leave it up for like two months to get the most oh so this is just the spooky season just started i know so this is okay you know what that was an idiot you're right so this is just the opening of it and it has to be now because the event has to be now because it's open yeah Wow, okay. Who was there, Lindsay? Well, that's funny because the list of people who were at this event were people who weren't, except for one person who wasn't at the v- who wasn't in New York. Travis Barker hits okay. Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights event with Jesse J, Abigail Bresland, and more. And the more included All Americans, Michael Evans Bailing, John Michael Higgins, Jamie Camel, 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 Jamie Camel, Jamie Camel. Kaylin. Jimmy Kimmel is too close. It's like the hooiest version of Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> oh my God. Stop. Jamie Kimmel. Jamie Kimmel. Kaylin Allen. And the Goldbergs, Haley Orientia. Orantia. The Axe, Kayla Worthy, and longtime love Celestia Diestis were at the event alongside with Chuck Liddell. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the names are like, I'm like mispronouncing them because I'm bad at that, but also because like Barbara Allen Woods, Zachary Arthur, <laughs> Alvia Allen Lind, and Don Mancini. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's just a list of names. The description of who the people are, it's like, it doesn't help. Or it's like, oh, wait, who is Don Mancini? And you find out, oh, he's the writer and director of the Chucky Child's Play series. Okay. What? That doesn't help me. Jesse J at least performed on the red carpet. Like when they were like, Jesse J over here, Jesse J over here. She like looked scared. I have to say this list of people who attended Halloween Horror Nights is like the f list version and i'm telling you me saying it's lower than this is hilarious is the f list version of dancing with the stars lineup you know i mean you're right compared to everything that was going on in new york it really is not to call it the dregs but it's like these people didn't get invited anywhere else and we know that like if you go to the halloween horror nights opening night you're the type of person who goes to anything you get invited to. It's so also it funny that... it stands reason that they didn't get invited to the stuff in New York. Well, it's also funny that Travis Barker, who did get invited to the stuff in New York and did end up going to he New York, both. is the headliner, quote-unquote, of the, the press around this event. Also, not, not to be crazy, I wouldn't be surprised if... Doesn't Travis Barker have kids? Yeah. He brought his kids. He could have brought his kids. Oh, he definitely a did. A lot of the stuff... It's like a family thing, too. I mean, I'm just saying, if you want some photos of Jesse J acting scared in front of a step and repeat, this is your event. When you first put this photo in here, I was like, when I texted you, wait, what year is this from? It was because of this photo, because it looks quite dated. She's wearing leather pants, and she's wearing like a like a top that looks like a rug. She looks a little, it looks a little 2014. New York got Fashion Week, New York got Met Gala, New York got VMAs. LA got Universal Studios Hollywood Horror Nights. You, they usually get everything. We got, we got some stuff this we time. We got a little bit. Yeah. We got a little bit. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. 
What when I sleep on other beds, what is there I else get to say mad. Is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. It's so rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I use Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So we have a lot of relationship news this week as usual. In no particular order, let's start with the breakup. Amelia Hamlin and Scott Disick are donezo. They're donezo. We knew she they the were on the way out because we described what happened with Scott Disick. We were like, all right, this feels un... I'm happy that she cut the cord. I'm happy that she snipped the, the line. Oh, yeah. I'm always thrilled when people break up with Scott Disick. That's great. Or extricate themselves from the Kardashian family. I think it's a great idea. It's always <laughs> well, this was dark move. for many reasons. And I just feel like everybody felt the darkness. Even if you were a fan of any of the people involved or even like didn't even care that much, you'd still be like, yikes to this. And she got to like be in New York Fashion Week as like a post breakup. Fuck you, you know? A single gal. Which is yeah. funny because on the carpet for the VMAs, I was cracking up. On the carpet for the VMAs, some girl from, what's it called? That show, uh, Keys, Siesta Key. Some girl from Siesta Key whose name is Serena Kerrigan. Oh, Siesta Key. Hey guys, I'm Serena Kerrigan, the queen of confidence, and welcome to my sweet digs. Come inside, but before you come in here, this is a positive space, okay? So you cannot speak badly about yourself because you look beautiful. Come on in. Gave a quote that is like, you're about to get killed. <laughs> like, I would go into witness protection if I gave, like, this quote is going to get you blacklisted. She said, 
Serena Kerrigan gave an update on how Amelia Gray Hamlin is dealing with her split from Scott Disick after the pair called it quits earlier this month. Quote, we talked about Scott. Yeah, it's fresh. It's hard. <laughs> Kerrigan 27 exclusively told Us Weekly on the MTV Video Music Awards uh. red carpet of her recent conversation with a 20-year-old model. The Siesta Key star, who sat next to Hamlin at a recent New York Fashion Week of show, New York Fashion Week show added, quote, I was like, you're super young and super hot and have the whole world at your fingertips. Like, you're fine. She was like, you're right. The pair also discussed Cal the California native's mom, Lisa Rinna, and how iconic the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star 58 has always been. Quote, we were just talking about our upbringing and how her mom was always super supportive of her being a model and in the spotlight. My parents, on the other hand, were like, stay in school and was like, why? I want to be on TV. But I got there eventually. It's so funny to realize that these are the conversations that are being having among have have that are being had among celebrities at things like this, where it's like, wow, what do you think they're talking about? And what they're saying is things like, you're super young and super hot and have the whole world at your fingertips. Like, you're fine. She was like, you're right. You're hot. You're right. That's a joke. That is bad fan fiction. And that's the actual conversation that's being had between these two I women. I just love... This girl sat next to her at a Fashion Week event and is like, she's, f oh, my girlie, she's fine. She's going to be great. She's bummed, but it's no okay. No one is worried about Amelia Hamlin, except maybe Harry. I mean, it's his I daughter. Know. But Lisa's just like, go off. I guess Lisa was thrilled. She put some shady comment underneath like a breakup post where she's very thrilled that they broke up. She she's loves She's so this. happy they broke up. Yeah, no, she loves this. So they're broken up. Let's do some new romance. God, I don't know why we've been talking about, I feel like we talk about Diddy's personal life every episode now for some reason. Sean Diddy Combs. Literally, we just talked about him dating young yeah, Miami. Now that's apparently over. The city girls. Well, that was always a rumor. That was just because they were like canoodling together. It was they a were rumor. Just canoodling at one event. And like barely canoodle. Yeah, like and like kind of pictured together more so but than this is like in terms of like this what This is we a saw. yacht hang. I feel like that says more than just like an event hang. This is like... They took the dinghy out to the yacht. They got on it. They flaunted. Also, it's kind of funny. I feel like young Miami isn't even messy enough for Diddy. He found a woman even messier, like in terms of her history and like who she's dated. He found like the more Diddy choice, which is a woman who literally has I a hate, kid with Bow Wow. You have this photo of him with like a baby Bow Wow. Oh, I know. And now I know. Diddy and Bow Wow go right back. 20 years later and he's dating the mother of Bow Wow's kid. Oh my God. Hey y'all. Welcome back to Joy in Life. I'm so happy to see all of you again. Today I'm going to be doing what I eat in a day. I know you guys enjoy those a lot and you always need like different options of what to eat, how to stay healthy. So I am here. Today I'm going to start my breakfast off with a tiramisu overnight oat recipe. Damn it. <laughs> Well, because she's 33 and Diddy's 50. 51. 51. 51. This headline's Sorry, really funny. 51. Sean Diddy Combs, 51, soaks up the sun on luxury yacht with model Joy Chavis, 33, as the pair continue to flaunt their new romance in Italy. It's a great place to flaunt a okay. romance, though. So Joy has a kid with mm -hmm. Bow Wow. She has a kid with Future. Okay. Diddy dated Lori Harvey briefly, although very, very briefly. briefly. Right before Lori Harvey dated Future. Okay. So it's like the same people. But the most like potent connection is the fact that Diddy and Bow Wow mm -hmm. go way back as well as Diddy and this uh, Bow Wow and yeah. this woman Shad Moss she was a dancer first so she's got that like sort of athletic vibe where it's a lot about like your body and eating right and wellness and physical activity I, I respect she works in her ads within the YouTube videos so halfway through one of them I was when I that I was watching she's like and then I make breakfast and then I do this and she's making like a smoothie or something. And then she says something. It's a seamless transition. She's like, and then of course I take my vitamins. I take a handful of vitamins every morning that I get from Care of. And it's really easy to, for you to get a Care of subscription. You just go to the website and take a quiz. Oh my God, she's like us when we and talked she, about gum and then we did a, a clip about gummers. she's doing the spawn like... We didn't do As it on purpose. she's making the breakfast still. And I was like, okay. Yeah, real that's pros. A little, that's a no. little cool. Like, you got that down. But as a personality, you need a little work. But she's very great at ads. She's working with what she has. Speaking of working with what you have, Jay Cutler is dating Jana Kramer. <laughs> I hate this. It's like, what I are my options? This, I guess. hate Ugh. this. No, I'm telling you. It's literally like the people of Nashville just line up, you know, like. Turnstile. It's just... It's just a turn. <laughs> it's Jana Kramer's turn I to mean, date Jay Cutler. Ugh. 
I do like, I have to say, because I don't like either of them, so I'm okay with like being petty about this. I like the Kristen Cav versus Jay Cutler's post-divorce who will date the better mm-hmm. person, like who who will quote unquote okay. win. Because as we know, Kristen Cav ends up dating a bachelor, oh. a country star who's like was on The Bachelor, like a barely country star, paper, you know? If you if you asked me a year ago when they first split up and it's like, who's going to date the better person? Like, who's going to win? I'd be like, Kristen Cavallari, obviously. Kristen, obviously. But now she's making dumb decisions and I'm just so uninterested. And it's like, maybe Jay's going to win. Although both of them are like... <sighs> This is not winning. He's dating the messy podcast host, a country person, mm-hmm. right? Jana Kramer, wasn't she, she was on, on One Tree? Tree Hill, Honestly, yeah. she is the most, who just had the divorce with her husband who One cheated on her for years. And that was like their whole thing was like, it. I love when my husband cheats on me or whatever. Like, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're God. dating. Messy. Messy. Well, they've been on dates. Jenna and Jay did go on a date in Nashville. Kristen believed that her and Jenna were friends and has blocked <laughs> Jenna on quote. Instagram in response. We don't even know if that to, like how do you know if someone's blocked well, someone? Well, because there's the, no the source apparently has talked to Kristen about it. So I think it's one of Kristen's friends who the source is here. Because how else would you know about a blocking? How else exactly. would you know about a blocking? I don't Speaking know. Speaking of new couples and just taking what you can get, Anne Hesh is dating Peter Thomas Roth, who was the who in this equation. And <laughs> boy, does it look like they're having a good time. <laughs> I'm obsessed with this. The pictures are perfect. They, I, I don't know how to describe them. They are you have- mugging for the camera. The Us Weekly article that's like exclusive they're dating is so unbelievably well written. I just, I feel like we should read okay. the whole thing. Do you want me to start? Summer loving. And Hayes didn't just get a tan while on vacation in the Hamptons. She found love, Us Weekly confirms. Hesh is dating skincare guru Peter Thomas Roth, an insider exclusively tells us. Peter and Anne met through mutual friends in the Hamptons and have been dating for about eight weeks, the source explains. The two recently took their relationship back to the city. Quote, they spent a week together in the Hamptons and are now in New York City for Fashion Week, the insider adds. Hesh, 52, and the businessman, 64, first stepped out together for a gallery magazine event for the Gallery House of Art and Design's unveiling. The Dancing with the Stars alum and Roth attended the star-studded event in Sag Harbor, New York, in early August, but they didn't mention they were dating. However, the duo sparked romance rumors when they were spotted together multiple times throughout the month. The pair seemed more comfortable showing their affection at the New York Fashion Week parties. On Thursday, September 9th, Heche and her new boyfriend painted the town red as they cuddled up to each other in front of the cameras and on the dance floor. Roth, who owns Peter Thomas Roth Clinical Skincare and Peter Thomas Roth Fine Jewelry, was previously married to Noreen Donovan, with whom he... <laughs> the, the spinoff, with whom he shares two sons. They split after nearly 20 years of marriage when Roth filed for divorce in 2016. Post-breakup, he was linked to actress Brooke Muller. <laughs> Amazing. So they're having a good time, and he is a skincare guru who just went viral. Well, he didn't go viral on TikTok, but his, his skincare product, product goes viral. But it's funny because it's kind of like, I saw the TikToks which went, went viral. It's like kind of a vintage product. Like, the the... The products that go viral on TikTok are always like old products that like grandmas use. It's like that the, car- it's like the couch like, cleaner wow. I have that I'm like, this is a this is a magic. This is a magic trick. And exactly. it's like the oldest carpet cleaner in the world. So this product called the Instant Firm X Temporary Eye Tightener, which I guess you just like put on wrinkles and they kind of like unwrinkle goes, briefly, you yeah, know? Tightens it up. Right. For a yeah. few hours. So it went viral. Mm-hmm. But I argue that he's going viral in many more ways by dating in hate. <laughs> It's like, he doesn't need, he doesn't right, need this right. press. He doesn't need this. No, he doesn't need it at all. Hi, I'm Peter Thomas Roth, and I'm going to answer a few of your questions on my Retinal Fusion PM Supersize Trio. So people always ask me, should I use a night cream if I'm using the Retinal Fusion PM Serum? You have to look at the photos from this Us Weekly story. No one has ever been having a better time on camera than Anne Heche and Peter Thomas Roth. They look, they look like... I mean, I'm just saying, they look like they spiked the punch bowl, I'll say that. <laughs> And they spiked it with uh, not alcohol. <laughs> they are, they are, I mean, they look happy. They look happy and numb. <laughs> Who else? His face, I mean, his face looks, his face looks pretty numb too. He has great skincare. You can't own a skincare company and not have a completely flat forehead. Yeah. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you just can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like. His eyes have never wrinkled a day in their life, you know? I mean, can't you imagine Anne Hage telling her girlies, like, I'm dating a new guy and he owns a skincare line. And the girlies are like, oh ah! My God! 
It's like a scene and it's complicated and she's bringing out pies. He owns a skincare line. It's all like packages of Firm X temporary <laughs> eye tightener, you know? Jesus Christ. Okay. It's like a gallon of it. <laughs> they're all just some, they're all just like fucking rubbing it all over their faces <laughs> and bodies. <laughs> Peter said this, Peter said I can get as much as I want. <laughs> Peter's taking me to the warehouse. <laughs> oh my god! They I mean they are having a they are having a blast. I can't get. I just can't. Anne Hesha's just a lot of fun. I feel like we cover Anne Hesha's dating life a lot, and I'm just so grateful. So who else is dating? We have another new couple. Alexis Haynes is dating a woman named Chris who doesn't have a last name. Don't they know you're supposed to have a last name, Chris? is the ex-girlfriend. Chris is a anonymous, like, hot lesbian. That's why. <laughs> She's an anonymous Chris hot lesbian who like dated a real housewife. the love interest County. of reality TV stars. Alexis Haynes is Alexis Haynes. Uh, hello, it's Nancy. Hello, Nancy, Nancy Joe. Alexis Haynes. I was not wearing Nancy Louboutins. Jo. I was wearing kitten BB heels or whatever. <laughs> Alexis Nyers is now Alexis Haynes. She is still oh, married. yeah. It's going to be okay. I'm calling Jess. She said I was wearing six-inch Louboutins to court with my tweet outfit. Jeff, did you read the Vanity Fair article? I wasn't wearing Louboutins. I was wearing little brown kitten heels. Bitch. She could have swayed this freaking case. Does she have any compassion for this situation? Jeff, this is horrendous. I can't even read this anymore. She's still married to Evan She's in an open relationship with her hot husband. Yes, and she had to like because people don't understand open relationships or like bisexuality or polyamory or anything. So like she had to go on Instagram and really explain what was going on because everyone was like, what's going on with your relationship? And she's like, well, right. here are all the details. And someone I am said, married, but I also am dating Chris. Yeah, I'm dating Chris. And so it goes. But that's not what's funny about this. What's funny about this is that Chris is like making moves. The last person Chris dated was a housewife star named Bronwyn Wyndham Burke, who came out and then dated Chris. Mm -hmm. And also has to have, and is also still in like a pretty good, has a pretty good relationship with her um, husband. She's currently married. This is about um, Bron Bronwyn Wyndham Burke. She's currently married to Sean Burke, though the pair announced they would see other people after Bronwyn came out as a lesbian in December 2020. Bronwyn also told us what it's been like co-parenting their seven kids, <laughs> Bella, Rowan, Jacob, twins, Kieran and Caden, Koa and Hazel. So many kids. I'm sorry, when you have seven kids, you do not have time to come out as lesbian in uh, <laughs> okay. December of 2020. You just don't. I mean... It's, you're busy. When you have seven kids, it's worth throwing another co-parent into the mix. That's what I'll say. It's true. I was going to say it's worth, it's worth coming out as lesbian, keeping your husband, and dating Chris. <laughs> like, if I had seven kids, you better believe I'd want more pairs of hands in the house. You know, like, give me another <laughs> partner. Like, oh, yeah, sorry. Someone, the marriage is open. There are more people living here. Pants. Like, this is what's happening. I'm going to need someone else who wears pants in this relationship. <laughs> We're going to need six pairs of pants in this house because we have 10 kids. This is crazy. <laughs> wow, you're so right. Like, it's true. Alexis Nyers, now Alexis Haynes, does not need Chris. Bronwyn should have kept a hold on Chris. Well, since she dated Chris, she dated someone else yeah. whose name is um, Fernanda Rocha, but they did split up. Yeah. When you are when you are in a a, did, yeah. a a marriage and you have seven kids, you got to open that marriage right on up. <laughs> right on up. Wow. The You make a good point. I know. Good point. The Oh, well, and if you haven't, Chris, we don't know much about Chris, but I will say she has, if you're trying to figure out her aesthetic... It's very Ruby Rose, based on like the two oh, photos I've seen. Are you kidding? Of, her. of course, it's Ruby it's Rose. It's very Ruby Rose. It's very Chris like this is like an iconic third. She's like ready to pinch it. Like pinch it looks really fun. Very hot. Like pinch very it? cool. Pinch, pinch it. it. Yeah, sure. You know, she comes in to like hit the ball <laughs> when someone's busy yeah. doing something else. I'm not sure how pinch hitting works, but last season Gina called Bronwyn self-involved. So this season Bronwyn gave Gina all the attention, hurling both insults and glasses could or should these two ever be friends check it out engaged trina is engaged to raymond taylor trina is in, they well they've been together for a oh, long we're time moving on yeah i mean oh, what else is there on. to say i would say is chris dating trina now like did no, chris no, no, already no, no, no. <laughs> trina is engaged to trina the rapper trina the rapper is engaged to a rapper named raymond taylor who was used to be a college basketball player and they have been on Love and Hip Hop Miami for a while. So 
they're like an ex- they're like an established couple, but now they're engaged. The funny part about this that I found, it's like, well, they're not a long-term couple. They're engaged. It's like, okay, cool, I guess, because they've been together for five years. But she announced her engagement on the Instagram Live for this Instagram influencer who goes by the name Stormy Wellington. I mean, that's her name, Stormy Wellington. And I was like, first of all, great name, incredible name. I love the name Stormy Wellington. She's a life coach, a life coach named Stormy Wellington. If you are a life coach and you don't have a good name, like get out of the business. I had a big night last night. You got engaged? Last night. What? Yeah, I'm still like, I don't believe I'm even at work right now. (laughs) You got engaged last night? Yes, oh my God, it was a long story, so it was a long story. Congratulations, girl, you kidding me, girl? Yes, girl, you is lying, girl. You got engaged, that ring is everything, though. Oh my God. One time for the rock, girl. Can you show, oh, we got to talk about it, put talk. Let me see that ring, show them that ring, show them that ring. Show that ring. Stormy, Stormy Wellington? Wellington. And her well, her job, I feel like part of it is sort of a scam. Like I think half of her job is like a third of her job is like I do fitness. I teach you how to like do fitness. A third of it is life coaching. And then another third of it is like, I'm gonna teach you how to become a millionaire. And that just sort of screams well, clearly she's scam. Good. I know, but clearly she's good at it because she got Trina to like announce her engagement yeah. on Instagram her live. Facebook on a Facebook with her? Instagram live with her? I think it was Instagram. Why did I say live. Facebook? I meant FaceTime. But I just found it very clever because every story about Trina getting engaged now mentions Stormy Wellington. So Stormy Wellington, if anything, you can tell that she's quite good at SEO. And then we have a divorce. We'll end the relationship news with the divorce. He finally divorced Giovanni Rabisi's wife. Uh, well, sister. they're finalizing the sister, divorce. Sister, sister, sister. <laughs> what, what? I said Beck divorced Giovanni Rabisi's wife, but he divorced Giovanni sister. Rabisi's sister. Sister, famous family of Scientologists. Beck is out. I feel like Beck might have a uh, Laura Prepon moment where he said, I haven't been a Scientologist for a while, mm-hmm. but we don't know if that's going to happen. But it feels slightly imminent. Anyways, their divorce is finalized and they had to split up all these insane rich people items, which include 10 different properties across California, Tennessee, and Arkansas, a 2013 Mercedes Benz, gold coins, and more than two dozen pieces of art, including four original Banksy's. I was going to ask how you split four Banksy's, but I guess it's two and two. No, Lindsay, you misread it. They had nine Banksy's. He got four of them. And they had nine she Banksy. Got she got five, five Banksy. She got one more Banksy. <laughs> she got one more Banksy. You know that. You know why she got one more Banksy? Why? Because she got the 2014 Honda Odyssey, and he got the 2013 Mercedes Benz. So he said, "You take the Odyssey, and you can have one more Banksy." <laughs> well, I feel like she's probably going to have more custody of the kids because they have a couple of kids who, that are young. I'm sorry. Who owns nine Banksies? Sorry, who owns nine Banksies? Sorry. I mean, Beck did call himself a loser, famously. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> nice one, nice one. Uh, nice my one. sister also. My sister is the owner of a Honda Odyssey, and she every every time she talks about her car, she's like, "It's my favorite car that I've ever owned. I've never thought I'd be a minivan person. I love my Honda Odyssey so much." So you're saying that you think uh, Rabisi got the better? I deal. think Rabisi got the better got, deal. She got the 2014 Honda Odyssey yeah. and one more Banksy. One more Banksy plus an Andy Warhol. Would you rather the nicer car or the one more Banksy? <sighs> I'd rather have the nicer car. I don't want a Banksy in my house. <laughs> I'd sell them instantly. I'd take, although I guess I would, you know what I would do? I would take one more Banksy because I would sell it and then get a nicer car. <laughs> mm, I would just sell all the Banksies. She also has an original Andy Warhol. And this is funny. That because buy a new Honda Odyssey. Because the Andy Warhol's probably from Beck. Because as this parenthetical notes in the um, in People, Beck's mother, Bibby Hansen, was one of the legendary artist's factory superstars in the 60s, according to the Sydney Morning Herald. So you're saying that she got one of his mom's uh, Andy pieces Warhols? of Andy Warhol Maybe. I mean, wow, unless they bought a Warhol really... together. Wow. But Beck got 10 different properties across California, Tennessee, and Arkansas. 10 properties. That's bananas. Yeah, that's crazy. <sighs> I'm sure they had a good piece. You know, I saw him recently. Yeah, where? I was walking down the street with my when my sister what? was visiting. I didn't tell you, you this. You saw Beck? Yeah. And we saw, we were walking around the, the West Village. We saw Beck and I was like, was that Beck? And my sister was like, what? And I was like, that was Beck. 
And then Josh turned, my sister missed him, but I was like, that was 100% Beck. That was Beck. I was like, you got a celebrity sighting. She was like, well, I didn't actually see him. And I was like, well, well yeah, sorry. she didn't see him. You saw him. You don't, you always complain about not seeing him. No, so it's nice for you. So, um, <laughs> quickly before we move on to Rita, what's in Candace Cameron Bure's bag? I'll tell you what's in Candace Cameron Bure's bag. Listen to this. It's like a little Mason Pearson hairbrush that was blinged out for me by. Michael Campion's mom, Sheila. Now, Michael Campion played Jackson on Fuller House. And his mom wears a lot of bling. And she made this hairbrush for me. But I love it. It's really one of my favorites. And it's always in my purse. My co-star on Fuller House's mom blinged out a hairbrush so that it has a cross on it. describe the hairbrush? It's like... It's like a, a big brush. It's not like a travel plastic brush. Plastic <laughs> brush with a... With a crystal it's like Swarovski crystals it it's very dated and then it's I mean if I mean it's a lot of things and one of them is dated (laughs) and and it's blinked out with the cross and I was just like that is the most Candace Cameron Bure thing because her thing is being very like I think it's um it's a very unique form of uh, out and proud, loud and proud Christianity, where she's like, just imagine I'm coming sexy across, and I love, like it's it's van, it's Christian. Just imagine vanity. coming across Candace Cameron Bure brushing her hair with a blinged out cross hairbrush, like casually. I'd you say know? sounds about right. Yeah, it's just it's just very funny whenever you see. Also, why is she in a wine cellar? Why is she in a wine cellar? Like, it's very unclear. The entire background. At first, I thought it was a Zoom background, like a fake background. But no, she's really in a wine cellar. I guess she has a wine cellar. Or she was doing something because it looks very... She just had a wine store? She may, yeah. she may have been in a wine store. She needed time to do it. Like, there are so many questions to ask about why this background is what it is. But I don't know how and I yet, could possibly get answers. I am going to stop asking them and just move on. Um, couple of nepotism alerts. Pat Sajak's daughter got a job on Wheel of Fortune doing what? You guessed it. Social media correspondent work. Incredible. She's on the digital team, sweeties. She's on the digital team. Hey, everyone. It's Maggie Sajak, Wheel's online media correspondent. Today, I'm going to try to give us an insider's look into the host dressing room. He doesn't usually let cameras inside, but hopefully he'll make an exception for me. Morgan Stewart, Rod Stewart's daughter, is pregnant. Nope. Nope. Oh, my God. You are insane. Nope. It's not Rod Stewart's daughter. That's what you thought the nepotism was in this? Who was Morgan Stewart? The nepotism is Dr. Phil's son. Morgan Stewart is the girl who was on like the Eve show. But I thought she was also Rod Stewart's daughter. No. I always thought that Morgan Stewart was Rod Stewart's daughter. She was never, ever Rod Stewart's daughter. Well, then why the fuck was she on uh, Rich Kids of Beverly Hills? Isn't that why she's famous? No, she's just rich. Oh, I thought she was famous because she was Rod Stewart's daughter. Are you serious? Her dad's name is Herb yes. Stewart. <laughs> yeah, she's not Rod Stewart's daughter. Rod Stewart has Her that dad's one daughter. Name is Herb Stewart, and this whole time, I thought she was Rod Stewart's daughter. Okay, what's funny is Rod Stewart has so many children, like so many children, and not one of them is her. I just thought she was one of his many, many ch- kids. Wait, this is insane. Sean Stewart, Kimberly Stewart, Ruby Stewart, Alistair Wallace Stewart, Renee Stewart, Aiden Patrick Stewart, Liam Stewart. Sarah right, Kimberly Streeter. Stewart was the one that ha- always was the most famous one. Yes, and this is not her. She did a Cisco Adler. My who head, had the you balls. can't see me. I'm like <laughs> blush. I'm I'm beat red right now. Kimberly Stewart might still be dating Benicio del Toro. Like it's unclear. Oh, I think they're still dating. I think we would have heard about that. Anyway, they have a daughter together. They have a daughter together, but this is not her. This is Morgan. Stewart. Who's just a random guy named Herb Stewart, rich guy Herb Stewart's daughter. The nepotism is that she started dating Dr. Phil's son, immediately yeah. got pregnant, and then gave birth and immediately got pregnant mm-hmm. again. Now they're going to have two kids. Okay. Two kids. It's boring. It's so boring. Let's move on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? 
Who is this woman? It's the same thing every week. No, what it's is insane. To, what is she up to? A lot. And it's been this way also, all summer. Remember how we said that if somebody was in town, they could go to all the events? Mm-hmm. Our girl Rita, never one to not go to all of the events, is going to all of the events. <laughs> like, I'm so proud of her. You know what I mean? She did go to all the she, events. She literally bummed a ride on a private jet with Kristen Stewart and Ashley Benson to go to New York Fashion Week. All right? celebs do is bum rides on private jets. It's the always enti- bumming a ride. Who knows whose private jet it was? I think uh, Michael was there. It probably was his private jet or something. On the private jet, Rita, never one to waste time, in front of Kristen Stewart, did sponsored content for three different items. I can't live without guys is literally my hair shark. I'm not even joking with how cute it is. And I can sexual it. It's got a little mirror and I can back go. It's everything. And the hair shark looks like, I mean, I, I've, I'm not familiar with the hair shark, but even just, like crap. even just looking at the hair shark, I'm like, Rita Ora will never put this on her hair. <laughs> Ever. The world's first two-sided backcombing brush. I mean, the, Hello, sharks. I, irrelevant. Irrelevant to what it is. This is something. Rita Ora is literally on a flight across from L.A., to New York Fashion Week, and she says, "I don't. Wa- I'm not going to waste my time. Mm-hmm. Not gabbing with my girlies. Not talking to Kristen Stewart. I'm going to sell my shit, like I'm on QVC." Mm-hmm. I was going to say, this looks like a product that this looks like a Lori Grenier product. It looks like all the other sharks were like, "This is stupid. I'm out." And Lori right. Grenier was like, right. "I'll do it for seventy six percent." So Rita immediately gets to New York. She starts Prospero Tequila. I'm going to sign the bottles. I'm going to the event. I'm doing this. Meanwhile. Every time she leaves her hotel, she's got an outfit. We have Rita Ora flashes her midriff as she steps out in New York City. Rita Ora shows off her toned abs and semi-sheer sports bra as she leaves New York City hotel for gym. Rita Ora showcases her unique style with green long-line blazer and shell suit trousers. Rita Ora showcases her toned abs in a sheer veil beige bra as she steps out in New York Fashion Week. Rita Ora flaunts her phenomenal abs and gorgeous curves in bright orange satin suit and crop jumper as she leaves her hotel in New York City. You missed Rita Ora wows in a gray trench coat, knee-high boots, and edgy sunglasses as she heads out for dinner in NYC. I'm like, sorry. they're endless. I'm sorry. They're and en- She didn't stop. She didn't stop the whole time. She didn't stop so much that she they didn't gave walk her down my block. They said, Rita, Rita come to my block. I want to see you. They, she didn't come to Brooklyn. Oh, for the AVMA, she yeah. did. <laughs> she went to the Atlantic Terminal. That's it. <laughs> she was close. She went to DMV to get she her She could have walked to my house in 15 minutes. Okay, so she got an award. An award, not a VMA. Don't even try. No. She did not get a VMA. She wasn't nominated. But she got an award for fashion style icon mm-hmm. from the Daily Front Rows 2021 Fashion Media Awards. Mm-hmm. Which she apparently got... are real. Charlie gave her, Charlie presented the award to her like her close friend. The one and only Risa Ora. <laughs> Everyone, oh. this is so cute. Everybody is so emotional, and I think it's hard because we actually haven't been able to talk about ourselves throughout right, year and a half, and other people listen. And then she went to the VMAs. She presented. Uh, she introduced. Sorry, she was there, and she introduced Ed Sheeran. And here's a clip of that. Ed Sheeran. Incredible. They're mm-hmm. both British, so that's the connection. In case you were wondering mm-hmm. why she pre- she threw to Ed Sheeran at the Toyota Corolla stage in Brooklyn Bridge. He also played the Toyota Corolla stage. <laughs> On the carpet, she rocked personalized jewels and a gold cap on her teeth as she turned heads. Okay, this way to the Toyota Corolla <laughs> stage. I just love that she's definitely going to the Met Gala. I mean, I'm just saying that you already know. I don't know yet, but I'm pretty sure she's going. We have to watch that. And I just have no doubt that she'll. she's a star. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our theme song. Thanks to Timmy, our assistant, for providing so much additional research. And thanks to our patrons for supporting us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes and a whole lot more. Again, buy tickets to our live shows. We're coming at you in the fall. And uh, a lot of tickets are still available for a lot of the cities. You can just go to whoweekly.us. And what's left? That's it. So we'll see you on Friday. Bye, everyone. Have a good week. Bye. You will drive us.